This podcast and its content was created and recorded on Ghana land. We would like to acknowledge the Ghana people, the traditional custodians of the land we reside on and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. And welcome to oh no, we're just sad. <laughs> I was trying to be upbeat, but we're all just a little bit downcast after yesterday, aren't oh. we? <laughs> yeah, shut up, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. And we're here on a Monday. This yeah. is this feels so weird. We, Does it? Well, a little bit. <laughs> Have we ever done a Monday? I don't know if we've ever done a Monday. Mm. So not that it matters, that of course. They all blurred into one at this yeah. point for me. But. We've heard later in the week than earlier, I think. Mm. Yeah. And we might be a bit all over the shop over the next little while. Ben's gone and got himself a job on Tuesday night. So we uh, we might switch things around a little bit. But anyway, let's get into the episode. We're here now. Yes. We're going to discuss our sad loss to the pies yesterday. <sighs> We got so close again. Another heart attack game. Why do they keep doing this to oh, us? No. Yeah, it's not not nice. Um, the yeah, look, the umpires didn't make it easy for us, but we'll uh, we'll discuss that a bit. Oh, further. we will discuss it in depth. Ben, it's episode sixty-one. I'm going to remember we this week. Remember this. <laughs> well, what do we got? You're even going to say it before you even welcome me and Lauren. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> Sorry. It's like oh, we've got to get one day, now. one day we'll get these yeah. this this uh, intro down pat. Welcome, <laughs> yeah. Lauren. Hi, and welcome, Ben. Thanks, Sam. And no, we don't have any Dan. Dan is in India, which is somewhere near KI, I think. Yeah, he's playing with baby goats. Yeah. and um, he's he in the sunshine. Come to I was going to say. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, did you also notice today that uh, he's soaking up all the uh, best that India, traditional India has to offer, taking a picture with his group uh, outside Cafe Italiano? Oh, yeah, I did see that. I didn't <laughs> notice the sign, though. That's hilarious. <laughs> Just really soaking it in over there in India. Well done, Dan. Oh. So 61, what have we got? 61. So our 61st player to debut for the club was Matthew Kluzek. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I remember that name. Back in 1994. Um, in 2011, we beat the Suns by 61 points with Tomo getting 51 pezozels in that game. Oh, Tomo. Mm. He, he missed out on the overall record by two. Um, Rochelle is up to 61 inside 50s in his career so far. Including yesterday. Plenty more to come. I have no idea. He <laughs> <laughs> just is Googling today, yes. so let's say yes. Um and Richard Tambling, uh, what a star for the club, had 61 marks in his career. I was so excited when he came over. I thought that was... There was yeah, he was flashy. He looked he looked exciting. It's just yeah. there wasn't a lot of it. He was pretty good for Sturt. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, Welsh Watch. Look at that. We need to come up with a better name for that. It's so hard to say. Am I the only one that struggles with that? Welsh Watch. Welsh Watch. I was thinking some diversity away from... We've already got a Fog Watch, so maybe... Come up with something better, Sam. Yeah, I think so. What's Welshing? <laughs> That'll do. Uh, Vic Bait. We got some Vic Bait. Oh, it's back. Yeah, and we'll discuss next week against North. But first, music. Not my finer uh, intro. I don't think. 
One of my worst, in fact. Oh, who cares yeah, at this point? doesn't matter. No, I don't think anyone's paying attention no, to these is shows, anyone surely. Listening? I don't think anyone's listening. It's okay. <laughs> They're listening for the stats <laughs> yeah, alone. Right. Yeah, exactly. And they usually come after the intro. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren has uh, stopped into the bottle shop on the way here tonight and grabbed Nomad Batch 37 Dark Chocolate Licorice Stout. 440 mil can at 6%. So Ooh, it smells good. For all those that are very good at maths, that's over two standards in the can. You knew um, that when you assigned me the job of getting the beer, that was going to be a stout, right? Yes, absolutely. It's winter now. Exactly. It's proper winter. And for all those that like to play along, this is packed with lactose. Actually, I don't know if it's packed, but it has lactose in it. So It smells really nice, chocolatey. I was just saying before, I'm not really mm. a massive fan of licorice, but I really love chocolate bullets. It smells like licorice though. Mm. Yeah. Very strong anise smell. Yeah, oh. absolutely. No, I don't mind it. Mm. What are you listening to, Lauren? Um, Not heaps. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have one song by a band who I, don't, I know nothing about. Oh. So I'll play it for you. Oh. I liked it. Um, the band's called Bad Waitress. Oh. Um, this, the song's called Racket Stimulator. Um, I wasn't actually sure if we'd already played this on the podcast, so if we have, too bad. Oh, I'll cut it Fun one there. Not bad. I don't mind it. We'll we'll say that uh, we all had our first sip of this beer and (laughs) we we all looked at each other (laughs) going, what is that? That is quite a pungent flavour. It's like weirdly creamy. Yeah. And like has this weird... It's a sourness ta- to it. Yeah. yeah. What is that taste? Yeah. I feel like th- we've had a beer like, that's like this before, and mm. after a few sips, that kind of went away. So yeah. Yeah, I'm maybe. holding out. Yeah, it's um, it's funky and it's flat. Like, look at that, it's gone. Mm. Anyway, it's uh, it's not terrible. It's just uh, uh well, well we've got to get through it. We'll, we'll review it properly at the yeah. end. <laughs> And Dan sent a song all yeah, over Dan, media. Dan presumptuously sent us a Some song sort of like Italian ballad. We cared about what he's got to say this week when he's deserted us mm. for the new KI. Um, <laughs> uh, but he's actually given us a song by one of your uh, favourite well, people. I'm not actually a big fan of his on his own, but obviously the strokes were yeah. amazing. I know. You love him. Uh, it's Albert Hammond Jr. Uh, he sent us this song. It's called One Chance. Poppy summary. Yeah. Don't mind it. Yeah. Good on you, Dan. Pretty good. Sorry, Ben. Don't think you had an opportunity tonight. Dan doesn't really care uh, (laughs) what I think, but I think that was okay. (laughs) Nice one. Yeah, I thought it was solid across the board. All right, let's talk about it. Two points. Collingwood. (sighs) Those smug fucks. In a slight positive (laughs) sense, they are back on top above Port, so that's not such a bad thing. Great. I'm (laughs) glad we were the sacrificial lambs for that. (laughs) Looking for small positives, Lauren. Uh, Uh, Look, I actually think the game was a big positive. Yeah, it was. It Um, actually was. We we played really, really well, and 
I felt pretty defeated by that first quarter. Yeah. Um, and gen- the f- the first half generally, like I actually got up and started cooking lunch, and yeah. like kind of left the room. And of course, that's right when we started coming back and yeah. kicking heaps of goals. Um. So yeah, really was, positive. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, you got to when you say really positive, I agree with you, but you kind of have to forget that first quarter because that was mm. you know that was classic what we saw against them last time. Where well, we the just first quarter we were dominating for the first bit and then they got on top and we didn't purge run um, points. Like in the first quarter, it was only the second quarter they really started scoring against us. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like um, Collingwood's br- footy reminded me of like chaos. It was just chaos. Like mm. it was chaotic and unpredictable and I think that might have gotten into the heads of the Crows boys a little bit. Mm. They seemed a little bit like, um, spooked is the word I want to say, but that's mm. only because I just heard Matthew Nick say it earlier. Um, <laughs> they seemed a bit like, oh, like they shook, it felt like they shook the cobwebs off a little bit. And then when they came out in the second half, they were like, all right, we're on now. Mm. I don't know. It just seemed like they'd maybe the MCG got the better of them a little bit. I don't know. I think it's also when other teams put a lot of pressure on us, like even against Hawthorne, when they put a lot of pressure on us, we. We became fumbly um, and it looked like that again against Collingwood Mm -hmm. and we weren't giving them any pressure. Like they were fumbling as well but they had time to readjust and still get their kick off. Um, Whereas if we made any fumbles we were just – we were gone and they they got the ball and surged forward. Mm. That is a bit of a thing with us, isn't it, the fumbles when the the pressure is on and it doesn't help that our midfield is workmanlike – in most scenarios unless we, you know, potentially push someone like Rochelle or Rankin in there, which doesn't seem to be happening as much recently as it was maybe there a few, like five or six weeks ago. So we've got sort of Dawson in there who's an absolute, like, elite gun and mm. just looks like he has all the time in the world. Yep. And then he's surrounded by players like Sloan who looks looked really slow and fumbly on uh, yesterday, Ben Keys, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, and um, and Rory Laird, who whilst he's a good player, he's absolutely a workman-like style player, like smash it on the boot, let's go sort of player. So, um, yeah, the 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 fun, like, You're right. They didn't get a they didn't get away from us in that first quarter, but it was so frustrating to watch us kick ourselves away from a lead again after mm. that first game against Collingwood, where we all sat there going, "This is going to come back and bite us." And yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's tough to see. Uh, the the way we came out in that third quarter too was was such a change. Um, I'd love to like they sort of asked Matthew Nix that tonight on on the couch and he he didn't really give an answer. He sort of just said they got everyone together and sort of he, he felt like they weren't playing as a team. Mm. Um, but what I'd love to know what that clicking mechanism was because they came out like a different side in that well, third quarter. He did say that. One of the kind of key things that was put out there in that break was let's go out and play with no fear, mm. and I think it did really seem like that's what they were doing because mm. they kind of it was just like well what have we got to lose here like we're either going to lose we're either going to lose the game but surely that was or, said before the game because <clears throat> we it's not like we we're favourites not like we were yeah but it's it's a little bit different like before a game and then you've played a half where you've you've kind of have kept them to a low score and you know it's it does as good as the pies were in that first half and we were shit like we like ben said we did kind of keep them low scoring and we were still in the game Mm. in when we came through so 
you know, maybe it was just like, all right, well, what what have we got to lose? We actually can win this if we try hard enough. And I feel like they just did it. Yeah, which the was game, great. Yeah, the game wasn't as gone as you might have been led to believe by some of the commentary. Um, it, was, it was like the second coming of the Messiah, this um, Collingwood <laughs> football team. Yeah. I, I debate this. I've heard a bit of negative stuff about the commentary. I thought no. the commentary was really I'm good I'm not yesterday. saying it was biased. I just thought in that first half they were over the top about how amazing Collingwood were. I don't yeah. think. But did you feel like they – I thought they were giving us almost too much credit in some ways because they sat back and they kept saying like, oh, look, the Crows are only half a step off. They're only half a step oh, off. Oh, they were sort of doing that. <laughs> it, was, it was a mixture of, yeah, the Crows are just a half a step off. They're not that far. Uh, but it's also, oh, the Crows are a bit Collingwood light and <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it did seem that they yeah. already had predicted the winner of the game and then it wasn't until the game was being played that they kind of pedaled, like backpedaled on that thought. You yeah. Know? I, I think it just happens when a team gets on a run and they've had a lot of good wins and obviously they're at the top of the table. The go-to is how good is this team? They're mm. amazing. No one could possibly beat this team. Whereas you could see in one quarter – we lift our game and we've suddenly hit the lead. So mm. uh, it's just I find the hyperbole and stuff very frustrating. Yeah, I, I do too. Mm. I just I just like t- we, we've had some absolutely terrible uh, commentating this year and I thought yesterday's was quite good. I've just oh, heard yeah, a lot no, of The quality negative. of commentator was fine. Yeah. I just thought they were getting over the top. Yeah, I think it's just um, it is all about Collingwood at the moment. It's not just like in the game commentary; like it's everywhere, and it's mm. just maybe a bit overbearing right now <laughs> for anyone that's not a Collingwood supporter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can understand that. Mm. Uh, a few players, Ben Keys. Eep. Yeah, I th- um, I just assumed that his role would be to tag Dacos if he's getting put in the middle mm. and he did not do a very good job of that. No, if he was on him, which he did seem to go to him occasionally, uh, he certainly yeah, it's didn't like, do a very I good I want to know what it. the message was there. Like yeah. is that his job or yeah. was he told to kind of let him off the chain a bit mm. and be more offensive? I don't know. Yeah, his his lack of class really shines when we're in those close – high-pressure games where we just need to try and eke out every little bit of class that we've got in this side and it gets into his hands, who's more of a senior member of the team and more often than not in those circumstances, you feel a little bit let down by it, Mm. Um, which might sound really harsh, but I think if we're going to be a contending team, uh, I just don't know whether we can afford to have the ball in his hands as much as we do what we have over the last couple of weeks. Also, like, I just want to see Peddler in the middle more. Mm. And I just – in in a game like that, I feel like you can still have Peddler in the middle and have Keys as a half forward and he can still run up the ground and tag Dacos in yep. the middle when being, we were up, playing, being a half forward. When we looked our best, Ben Keys was always just playing a role. I don't really know why we've sort of gone – we've sort of gone away from that a little bit over the last few weeks. I feel like um, it's a management thing for the young – players mm. which maybe they're being like overly pr- cautious of managing their bodies and stuff mm. like that particularly coming out of a buy you'd yeah you'd exactly or they'd be yeah pretty fresh. but you know he does have um a habit of going to that like we call it the old guard yeah. when it's a big game or well, like sloan was back in there again yeah quite exactly yeah so he obviously wants the experience and i say that with uh quote quotation <laughs> marks in there but 
I feel like Peddler's proved himself enough in the middle mm. to get more minutes in there, at least to at least to rotate with keys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's really disappointing that we're not seeing and and like when Rochelle in that first half was absolutely nowhere near it. I don't understand why the, there's like get him in the game. Yeah, he was. He, you wouldn't even know he was out there for the first quarter. Mm. You might like try and try and like, force him into the game yeah. rather than just waiting for him to do something. Yeah, totally. Uh, it it seemed a bit strange. I still think there is some some coaching issues uh, at the Crows. We, the, uh, sort of maybe uh, lack of experimentation a little bit. Um, I think our midfield, yeah, midfield mix, midfield setup could definitely use some work. Uh, which I think we've mentioned Van Burley's name a few times on the podcast. That I kind of understand sure. why they're not like being too experimental, um, and I feel like it's just because they're still trying to figure out like who plays where best. Yeah, but and isn't that the perfect time to be experimental? Well, I think you want to develop a player in a specific role and position first mm. before you start throwing magnets around maybe. I yeah. think maybe that's where they're coming from. I'm certainly hoping at the end of this year, now that Peddler's shown that he, he's he got the skills in the middle, that the pre-season is all about mid, mid, mid. Because yeah. in the past it's been a lot about, oh, we're honing his forward craft. I just want them to get, the, yeah. get his um, tank up for the middle. Yeah. Well, he he's shown goals. that he's got the – like nous to play in the middle. So you just want to see it a bit more. Um, you know, maybe the, they don't think his fitness is there, but surely they can push him through there a bit. Yeah. Uh, having speaking of Peddler, I just wish he'd work out his uh, his goal kicking a little bit more. That miss in that first quarter was absolutely shocking again. Yeah, but he he's usually so kicks them. Pr- does he? Yeah. I don't reckon. No, I reckon he's, he's a shock. From 30 metres out, I would not put $5 on him. He is a shocker. No, 40 or 50 is actually not bad. <laughs> All right, well, next time we'll take that bet. Sam. Okay. Sure. I, well, I reckon we should uh, get hit up Reese and get a goal kicking comp between you and Pedler and see how that goes. <laughs> oh, there is there is no doubt that I am not comparing myself to any of these players. Uh, would be fun though, wouldn't it? Good content. It's like with the Ben Keys <laughs> thing. There is absolutely no denying that he the way that he tries is. Oh, is, his it, yeah, his attitude towards the game and um, playing playing the role as we say is. Great. Like, you can't ask for anything more. Yeah. You just burnt the ball too often. Yeah. I I think overall, though, it's pretty impressive for a team that I don't know how many players have never played at the G, but there would have been. There's only two. Two, yeah. Well, well, now I do know. So, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the rest <laughs> of them. It was less than I thought. I, was, I would <laughs> have said a lot more. But yeah. the rest of them have only played there once or twice. Yeah. yeah Even Dawson, that was only the nice. second time he's played there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's fairly unfamiliar anyway, even if, you know, that statement got shot down pretty quick. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, you know that because they said it on the uh, I thought on, you were Googling today. <laughs> no, no time, no time. Uh, what about um, Phil Thorpe? He had a much quieter game. I stand by the fa- uh, that he should stay, but um, he had a bit of a weird game again. Well, he, uh, did, he hurt his knee in one of the contests. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit later on in the game though, wasn't it? It was. It and was the made, third quarter? And, yeah. and for a guy that oh, we lord on this podcast about how good of a field kick he is, he made that absolute shocking kick inside 50 mm. that Dacos chewed off uh, yeah. very easily. I um, thought he was um, pretty good around the ground. Like he was actually, I thought he was better kind of below the knees um, he is, this he's week. He's fantastic below the knees. I thought he, like, generally speaking. I th- most of his good plays were happening on the ground, on the ground ball. So, yeah. I don't know. And and like we didn't have him at full speed for yeah that a lot of that second half and we lost Murray for the second half so I mm. think for us to still be 
challenging and probably being the better team for the second half. I think that's impressive for us. Speaking yep. of, any chance we could have a game where we don't lose a defender? I know, what the hell? <laughs> probably not. Um, <laughs> I know, like, obviously, Ned McHenry is our like go-to sub at the moment, which um, I read today somewhere that internally they're calling that the impact player, not yep. the uh, substitute. Yep. Um, and he t- certainly makes an impact, but for, it's not great when we lose a key defender and McHenry's coming in, is no, it? And that's no. happened twice now. It's funny. I think that there was – was it like five or six weeks ago when Bozza suggested that we had Warrell in as the sub and we all sort of went, actually, it's not such a silly idea. And then since then we've pretty much lost a defender every yeah. week. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Josh Warrell, I uh, thought – um, Sunday was absolutely a breakout game for him. Yeah, he, was he was amazing. Yeah. Uh, loved his uh, courage, his desperation, getting in Mason Cox's face. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a photo um, that a friend of the pod Brit put up on Twitter today of kind of that the aftermath yeah, of that, that event. Yeah, and uh, I loved. Sloan is just like grabbing him and looking at him like, yes, mate, yeah. yes. He's like, got a massive grin on his face. Sloan, he was so like happy. Holding like, him back, just good like, on you, mate. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. How good is that to be like Rory Sloan and see that kind of mongrel coming out of your young players? Yeah. Yeah. It just must be really, um, really nice feeling. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, Boy, no, good it on good. your Well, the, the whole back line is just so young and inexperienced it's it's amazing seeing them what doing what they're doing at the moment yeah. uh, and to even hold up after we lose one as well which is which is even more special i think so they uh, worked really hard they absolutely did um i think that's all all the talking points is uh, ben you got some stats or anything you want to go through um a few stats um generally pretty even we won inside 50s 57 to 49 and had better disposal efficiency, whereas they um, won the clearances 31 to 23. Um, the only real stat of any um, note was the 21 to 12 free kick count. <laughs> so I guess we, uh, we bring, we, we've actually done pretty well to speak as long as we have without discussing the umpires here. Um, so the AFL's come out today and admitted that they got it wrong with the, uh, the final free kick that should have been awarded to Dawson. Uh, for getting smacked across the head, which I don't think is anybody's or anybody would be surprised by that. It was a pretty obvious free kick. Uh, does absolutely stuff all, um, you know. I just oh, love I how, a lot better now. I love how there's. Do you? Well, no. do we get. I reckon we should just just split the points. <laughs> like, or, or just give us a point. Like, oh, we're anything. not that podcast. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. like, how does that even happen? Because mm. when you watch the replay, there's an umpire behind the play. So I can understand that umpire might not have seen uh, where the arm actually hit because mm. he would have seen the arm come across. But from yeah. that angle, you're thinking, oh, they're just going for the ball. Where's the other three umpires mm. to not call that? Yeah. Like, where are they? Surely yeah. there's one just down the ground in a front-on position where they can see that. Yeah. How? What's the point of having four umpires if the view is obscured? Like, surely one of them has a view. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Well, not only that, they they missed the uh, the potential overturned goal to Rankin, who, and they oh, watched that, about thirteen replays. To me, of that. that was clearly a goal. <laughs> what did you think? Oh, they were never going to pay it. Like, it, they're never going to overturn it with that evidence. Like, it, it had to be overturned to be a goal, and they weren't going to do it. Um, well, that's what, what I said at the, the time. Is the umpire not watching the footage? Because Rankin's watching the footage yeah. from the ground and going, that's a goal. I, I'm, o- I'm okay with it. I don't love it. But, like, 
like I know. Look, I'm not yeah. saying it was was going to win us the game. No. It's just a shit thing that happened. Oh yeah. Look, and and it's the the problem is that the cameras and the angles that we have of these reviews are just so bad. Like mm. I'm fairly confident they're told like if the soft call is a point and you aren't 100 percent certain that it is a goal. Like it's umpire's call, so like full show, yeah. <laughs> Which is shit. Like it should be better than that. Look, but this, is, this is kind of how like my general consensus of the whole umpiring debacle of that game. It was shit. Yes. Um, Kicking in. But danger. what are we gonna do? Oh yeah, that was terrible. That one yep. with Chase nearly got his fucking face kicked off. <laughs> but the, even the show where he got turned around and wasn't allowed to try and get a kick when other players get seventy six to seven twenty degree. You know, turns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Um, what do you think of Shoal's game, by the way, bringing him up? Uh, not as good as the last couple of weeks, I didn't yeah. think. But it was a softer match, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to lay a tackle. Yeah. Like, Sholly, get the arms around him. doesn't matter. Like, even Saligo took down Darcy Moore at one point of the game. Yeah. Like, he's a little dweeb compared to Darcy. <laughs> yeah. So if Saligo can do it, Lockie. Yeah, you got to get in there, mate. Absolutely. Especially there was a, he chased down Dacos there. He could have um, jumped up and leapt a bit and grabbed Dacos before he took the kick, and he just didn't really even try. There was no desperation there. Like I want to mm. see desperation, Sholly. Mm. Other than that, I love his game. He just was a bit quiet this week. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit disappointing because I think he's come a fair way this year, but um, that was that seemed like a bit of a step backwards, which is disappointing. Uh, but anyway, we I haven't even I've, talked about our hero. Who's that? The fucking name on everyone's lips. Jordan Dawson. Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I would say he would get a fair mention in the votes. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, his game was just insane. He, he just – I don't you, – you can't say anything more than we probably already said, to be honest. He he just is a star. Every media um, person in footy right now is saying he needs to get the three Brownlow votes for that game. Yes. What's the chances that happens? Uh, I think remote. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, They'll give the three to Crips, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. They'll find a way. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, no. yeah, I think we've got a lot to be proud of. I think the boys really, really brought it. And, you yeah. know, it just goes to – like, we did lose the game. Obviously, it sucks. Like, it sucks. Yeah. And it was so – it sucks when it's that close. Yeah. And we had – all we had to do was spray it into the goals in that last minute. Yeah. We could have done it. But we wasted like, a fair few chances in that last quarter as well, too. Don't forget. Yeah. There was a like probably a five minute sort of lot of play there where we went back into first quarter mode where we couldn't couldn't kick a goal. Yeah. And uh, that was frustrating to watch. But so it's, it's, it's a, just all it's gonna be is like a really good lesson yeah. for them. And you know, like Nixie said tonight on the couch thing, um, you know, they would need to play there more. They need that experience. Now they've at least had that one experience where they know that they can play up to the level. Yeah. They can do it on the big stage kind of thing. Mm. Like, you know, I think that bodes well for us in the next few rounds. Yep. You'd, you'd have to think as well now with all the excitement about us being okay that next year we're going to be given a lot more games in Melbourne, surely. You would 
There would have to be – Tim Silvers better be writing the letter. He better be <laughs> drafting that official request as we speak. That's the one they throw on the bin every year, isn't it? Yeah, they yeah. actually put it in the uh, open fire pit in the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the that's, like that's courtyard. One, that's one they the, say, no, nah, we're not going to do nothing because we've given you one Thursday night game. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, you also get that, around. Yeah, yeah, you get that extra home game. So Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, votes. Lauren. Oh, um, I think I might be able to guess them. Go. Three, Captain Amazing Invincible Dawson, Jordan <laughs> Dawson, 100 games. Woohoo! I'm not even going to bother going through stats because I didn't write any down. Um, two votes. The only one that mattered was 172 fantasy points. <laughs> yeah. uh, excellent game from Dawson, obviously. Uh, I'm giving two to Tex. Um, seemed like he was going to have a quiet one there for a minute. He was mm. going to have another one. And I had him down on my multi for three or more goals. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> I was actually um, lining up some like, oh, is he, what's the go here? Yeah. Maybe maybe 1990 Crow was right. I, was, I just couldn't believe that um, he was having such a quiet game after get, kicking 10 last week. But yeah. he came through. Uh, and I'm giving one vote to Josh Worrell. I thought uh, – I just thought he was so immense um, in the back line. It, you know, we weren't even it didn't even seem like we missed Duday at all. I just thought he played a really good game, and yeah, very proud of Joshy for that one. Yeah, Ben. Uh, so yes, same with Dawson and Walker, and for one vote, I gave to Hinge. Oh, yeah, twenty three possessions, yeah. pretty solid across the back line. Yeah, that was the same as me, Ben. Right. Uh, and uh, Dan had the same, except he had Jones. So we, oh no, not all quite, but we sort mostly of, agree. We chose um, it half, was half I, backs. I think the one vote was actually pretty hard because there were a lot of players that played a pretty decent game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think the fact that we've all picked defenders uh, as our third vote um, probably um, yeah shows mm-hmm. a good thing, if that's a sentence. Hi, I'm Tyson Edwards. You're such a quiet, quiet. <laughs> Yeah, not my finest <laughs> little ending there. Might chop that out. Uh, Lauren. Uh, quite achiever for me is Mitch Hinge. Dan agrees with you. Excellent. He's gone for Hinge. I went for Michael Annie. I almost went Michael Annie. Oh, just, he just does nothing wrong. Nah. Uh, we, look. He took a great mark too in one some point there. Yeah. I was just like, yes, Max. Yeah. He just is so good at those balls that he is maybe five metres ahead of where he needs to be running back with the play. And you sort of like some of our players over the last few years, you really worry about their ability to get back and take that comfortably. But mm. he just does it with ease. Uh, really, really solid. Can you believe he's played like every game? Yeah. It's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. And look solid doing it. I can't think of – there's maybe one or two games where he was a little bit flatter, but other than that, it's – I reckon it's, the Brisbane one was probably his worst game and he wasn't even bad. No, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we won easily. Yeah. yeah. Ben? Uh, I went with Worrell, so – Oh, nice. Particularly taking over once, yeah, Murray was injured. Mm-hmm. Nice. If you want to know what's in the spring, get into Rowan Jarman. So Ben's rocked up tonight with a – I don't even – what do we even call this? Placard? Nameplate? Um, yeah, I don't know. Is it a placekeeper or something? Yeah. At, what, at weddings, what do they call them? Oh, when you've got yeah. your name. Yeah. So it's, it's a it's a like a piece of plastic shaped as a, a like a cartoon sheep. Uh, Perspex, na- thank you. Sam. Oh, sorry. It's uh, ac- acrylic. With uh, with his name <laughs> on it and a crow's symbol from uh, from where? From a quiz night. 
Um, yes, so the Wollonga, not Wollonga, geez, that's a long way away, um, the Glenunga um, Football Club, a friend of mine, his kids play under, oh, under sevens, nines, whatever's. Um, he invited me to their trivia night and, yeah, the person in charge of the table, everybody was given their name and the football team they support on a sheep. Just your table? Just our table. That's this oh, is wow. what got us the best dressed table. Oh, cool! Did you, were so. you dressed as a sheep in crow's gear or <laughs> no? No, no. All we had <laughs> to do was essentially just, we just wore our Guernsey. So I had my '97 Guernsey and um and a Christmas hat. A Christmas hat because we were also decked out in Christmas gear as well. Okay. So yeah, football and so Christmas, Christmas in June. So yeah, sounds. Odd, but um, I like but the. No, got us the win, but yeah, geez, it's um, <laughs> it's a fancy old trivia night, the uh, Glenunga trivia night. Sounds um, like it. They had the auction. They had a guy who does auctions for real estate do it. Oh, <laughs> um, and geez, where the, are they getting their funding from? The first, <laughs> I think, from the uh, surrounding Rock? areas. <laughs> <laughs> the first item I think was a two thousand one hundred dollar watch. Oh, right. Um, did you bid? No, no, I didn't bid. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the auctioneer was trying to get bids and he was like, make sure you, you know you ridicule anyone not bidding. I'm like, oh, geez, I'm going to get a bit <laughs> coming my way because my hand's not going on. I was making sure I didn't make any unfortunate hands twitches or pockets. anything. Yeah. Ben walks off to the toilet. I think, I think there was even like a... That's a hand up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, estate planning was one of the things you could bid for worth $3,500. Oh. Yeah, right. So oh, everyone needs that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm waiting for the Strath um, trivia night now and see how that <laughs> compares. <laughs> Make sure you take <laughs> your thing. pack of cold sausage rolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. Cook it yourself, Barbie. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Name It Custom Decor might have been aiming for a few little maybe referrals um, from well, this. No, yeah. Oh, just, so you've just given them a plug. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> there is a chance someone on the table did own that business. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyone looking for, yes, customised name. Well, I'm now looking things. for one, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I want to know why we all don't have one. See you next week and you bring one. Yeah, you that's bring right. one. <laughs> well, I don't, don't recall you seeing you at the trivia night. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, what else? Uh, Jetty. I just want to give Jetty, Jetty a shout out. I love, I'm loving Jetty's uh, Twitter antics over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> What's she up to? She, is, uh, she has just unleashed uh, on <laughs> numerous different. I love. You just go through and you just see this like opposition supporter giving the crow shit, and you'll be like, "Why is this in our timeline?" And then you scroll a little bit more, and it's because Jetty's giving them absolute <laughs> shit straight back. It's so good. Um, so yeah, good work, Jetty. Keep it up. I'm, I've very much been enjoying it. Uh, love but, it. The, the best thing. Uh. The buy rounds are over. Oh, thank God. Footwear sacrificed at half price and equipment slashed to half price. Rowan Jarman's huge half price sale. Don't miss it. I know we went into that last week, but those buy rounds are just shit. Do you yeah. think they'll ever listen to general consensus that no one likes it being spread out? It's, no, it's, a, it's amazing, did. isn't it? Because there was only one. There was one week that only missed one game, and then the rest all had six. But it's just felt so flat. It's just no good. I don't know who, why they thought this was a good idea. Really strange. They didn't have a game until four o'clock on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It is. Yeah, just weird. Well, because they insist on putting Thursday night games even though they've got less games. So it's just stretched. And they know there's more interest in the underages now. So they'd have something that would be a marquee thing like underage round or something yeah. that people would maybe, if there's nothing else on, they'd watch it. Yeah. Did you listen to the pod last week, Ben? These are my own thoughts. Oh. <laughs> We had a whole discussion about it. 
<laughs> no. I mean, obviously, I listened um, intently to your <laughs> last episode. Um, a, a little, uh, I've got another. I don't know which one to put it in in uh, this week, but I also wanted to just follow up with a very good suggestion that someone had with the hats off in the Darwin bars. Oh um, yeah! Someone came back to us and said it's probably for security reasons. In the fact that you know, obviously, if you don't have a hat on, it's much easier to see your face yes. in CCTV, which makes a lot of sense. I have heard it's pretty intense over there. Obviously, with the alcohol serving, you have to show ID everywhere. Mm, yeah, so yeah. it's probably that's was a very good shout. I thought I don't know if that's the actual reason, but it's uh, a good shout. Okay, good. One. Uh, but I do have another one to put in this. I don't know which side section. I had to post something today, so I went to the post office. Oh yeah, I did not realize how many old people still pay bills at the post office. Yeah, they. It have is to. rife. They have to because they get caught up in bank scams and shit like that. Yeah, they right. can't do internet banking. It's too hard. The line was massive, and I was the only one posting something. It was yeah. just oldies in front and behind me all I with their I swear my mum still does that. Oh, really? Oh, she probably doesn't, but <laughs> it sounds like something we should do. <laughs> I just I couldn't believe it. But anyway, that's like, there's nothing wrong with it. That's why I don't know what section to put in. I just wanted to mention it. But one thing my mum won't do is use internet banking. Right. So if there's ever a point where she wants to give me money, I actually, I'm, I'm with Bank Australia. They have literally one branch in Adelaide. It's in Gawler Place. So she can't put money into my account because she can't get to the branch. I'm like, just get internet banking. No, won't do it. Yeah, right. So I have to go physically go and get the money, the cash off her. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Get with the times, mum. Yeah, wow. Okay. She's going to listen to this. She's like, why don't you bitch about that? (laughs) Love you, (laughs) mum. Is it cash under the mattress style or anything? No? (laughs) No, I don't know. Fuck knows. <laughs> Probably. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to bring up the bad section, the uh, potholes in the Marion car park. If anyone's been there in the last little while, they are getting massive. Wouldn't do it to myself. It is awful. Yeah. If you've got a small car, you almost fall in. <laughs> it, they are huge. <laughs> they I, are massive. I think I'd find driving over them the most pleasant part of my trip to Marion. <laughs> yeah, you're right, yeah, True. Yeah, that is true. I, I would hope that I'd sink in one yeah, just so yeah. I didn't have to go just in. So you didn't have to go in, yeah, absolutely. Uh, West Coast, what is going on there? Oh, I'm actually like, I feel for him, hey. Yeah. My well, cousin, actually, I said that. My who cousin, do you feel for, though, supporters? Uh, a bit of both. Mm. I mean, they're clearly not buying into anything that's happening there. You watch, you watch it's like. Lo- it's just depressing. Yeah, it is a procession as well. Like, the players don't, I like, just don't care. Yeah. Like it, do, it looks really bad when you watch. Like when they were highlighting some plays tonight on these footy shows, it's sad. I mean, if you're in that team right now at this point in the season, would you care? Well, you should still, like especially the the young. Well, I think there's some young guys that are buying in a little bit. Obviously, playing for their careers, but it's surely you just want the season to be over at this point, though. You know what I mean? Like man, you, do, you want to start fresh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they've backed. They've sort of backed Simpson in too. So. No. I'm sure they'll find some energy for round 23 or 24. <laughs> I've got more on that. Just wait. Uh, but the worst thing, I went to Stonecutters on Saturday festival at, um, uh, what's it called? Line uh, Arts. Line Arts. Yeah. The sound there is shocking. Have you been, Have you seen some stuff there? I have. Was um, the sound all right? The because sound has always been notoriously bad in that venue. The sound on the main stage in particular was just such a mess. I, yeah, it was awful. It's not like even when back when it was Fowler's Live and the the stage set up there was different and it was in the corner there. Mm. It's never had great sound in there mm. ever. I yeah. just they, it's really hard room because the ceiling is so high. Yeah, it is. So yeah. there's nothing really to dampen 
um, anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 hard. I'm sure it's a hard room to mix as well. The small stage that they had off near the bar was fine. That, yeah. That sounded actually reasonably good. But, yeah, the big one was a real disappointment. Mm. No good at all. Anyway, that's all I got. Cool. I thought this was just a little bit of niche Vic bait from uh, one of our favourite uh, Victorian uh, reporters, Mark Stevens, who tweeted out saying how lucky Adelaide are to be playing West Coast in the final round. On its own, doesn't seem that bad, but I just love it how... Victorian reporters just like to mention it's lucky for Adelaide because they just know that all us Nuffy supporters are going <laughs> to jump down their throats, increase their engagement on this tweet. And, uh, yeah, we all got sucked into it as well. So I just thought I'd mention that one because it's such a bullshit tweet, really. Cause yeah, because percentage only counts in the last round. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's like, is it specifically the last round? This was There would be at least, what, five other teams that play them twice? Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're the only ones. Um yeah, Carlton played them twice, I know for sure. So, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that one. I thought it was just a nice little uh, little niche Vic bait, yeah. which, uh, yeah, perfect for this segment. Yeah. And not, not a lot of um, about how we had to play Collingwood twice or top of the ladder, yeah. Brisbane twice. No, all playing the absolute oh, ends of the I don't earth. know what you guys are talking about because we've had a really easy run, according to mm. a lot of people on the internet, <laughs> and we actually um, don't deserve our ladder spot because right. we've had such an easy run, mm. apparently. It's such a soft draw. Yeah. yeah no. I was like, come on, mate. I said to this guy, I was like, come on, mate. We've been to Tasmania, Darwin, the Bermuda Triangle. I think we're doing all right. The Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Out of bounds, on the full. Social media, Lauren. Yeah. What do we got? A uh, bit. Everyone, uh, everyone's still pretty sore from um, Sunday, as you can imagine. Mm. Uh, Jetty, speaking of Jetty, queen of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> she actually asked, was Mitch Hinge spat on or just verbally abused by a Collingwood flog? I remember exactly what she's talking about. Me too. It's, I, think she, I think someone just uh, had a go at him over the fence. It was just an old lady. At, well, I won't say old because she wasn't – she was probably Jenny's age, really. Oh, but <laughs> Lauren, please. That's why I'm not saying old. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Jenny. <laughs> but she, she was having a nice uh, crack at Mitch and, um, yeah, he didn't take it very well. I loved it how he dished some back though, because yeah, usually the players it, just yeah? ignore it, and he nah, he fired back. Give it back. Yeah, she might. She must have hit a sore spot there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he was just a bit fiery. I liked it. But uh, Jetty said that she heard the rumor that he was spat on on Facebook, so it's obviously not true. Mm. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> Nath, uh, the Dacos brothers are simply a cheat code. Other than most of the first half, that was the best footy we've played all year. Toe to toe with the best team in the comp on their home deck with a hostile crowd, only losing due to some inaccuracy is pretty damn good. Ripping game. Yeah, nice and positive. Absolutely Nath, agree. Like that in the Dacos like. Nick Dacos is a freak. I don't care what anyone says about the soft ball that he might get behind the ball, et cetera, et cetera. He's just so clean. He runs all day. He's he, clean. He's he, an absolute He knows gun. where to – like he goes into the space. He knows exactly where he needs to yep. be at all times. Yeah. I think Nate's right. He is a cheat code. He is, he, yeah. You know. Absolutely. And there's a synchronicity that um, teams lack when they don't have their brother playing alongside them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. That definitely helps. 
Uh, probably still me, says, I take the whinging and moaning as a sign they know we are after them and that we aren't far off it. There was a bit of win- a lot of whinging mm. from Collingwood supporters today when we, obviously, the Crows fans were a bit uh, snarky at the umpiring and uh, Collingwood fans just kept bringing up our last game against them for some reason. Yeah. The one that they won, so I don't know why they feel stiff about that. Yeah. Um, uh, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree. Nice yeah. tweet. Yep. Anyway, uh, Razor Ray, do the lads actually practice kicking out the goals in all kinds of conditions or are they just having a goof during training sessions? <laughs> uh, uh, I think people underestimate how hard it is to kick AFL goals. Yeah. Oh, look, I think it, it – well, like I said, I think I responded to a tweet after the game was that the, the third quarter shows it's all between their ears. Like it's – Oh, yeah. It's got nothing to do with uh, skill, how much they train. It's It just gets in their heads and you can see them when they get a set shot from 35, 35 out after we've already missed five in a row and uh, you can just see it ticking over in their heads how important this is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Nick's again said on the couch tonight when you're up against a backdrop like that, you know, mm. it's you, you think, oh, well, it's just some grass and some sticks. But, you know, when you've got the – like massive stands behind you that you're not even used to looking at because the Adelaide Oval is like so tiny and minuscule. Yeah. Um, that is certainly going to, you know, impede your goal kicking. It's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, quirky sent the old right in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that was um, getting a good uh, beating over absolutely. the weekend or Sunday. So. Uh, he also says still shattered about how much that umpiring screwed us, but that's what we need to win against to get to the big one at the MCG. Keys and Ned's lack of quality stood out a lot more than other games. Also, want more out of Solly and Peds than eleven possessions each. Yeah, um, that's a really. Good I call. actually thought that Soligo was pretty impactful for a for a player who only had eleven possessions. He just he does need to get the ball more though. Like if he's going to play in the role that he is being given, I think eleven disposals is not quite where we want him to be. No, probably not. But yeah. I, I, did, I thought he it was. was I didn't was, think he had a bad game. I don't think it was bad. It certainly didn't stand out. Um, but I think if we, yeah, I just I want. I think I mentioned him last week as well. Not quite getting the possessions that we want to see him getting, and then that was a drop again. So, mm. yeah, yeah, just something to mention, of course. I'm, For sure. Mm. Bozza, Ugh, I can't do it. Just rolled into the office straight off the jet. Send help. <laughs> Live, it was cold as fuck, swirly, and we couldn't hit a target for 1.75 quarters, looking very ugly until the Solly goal gave us some hope for the second half. Cooked, no voice, Devo, but pretty happy how this rebuild's going. Mm. Did he send us any uh, selections? He did. Uh, Good. I told him to send us a a rant about Mm. the game. Yes. Boise. Best I've felt after a loss this season. That third quarter was stunning. Yeah. I think Oh, sorry. 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 Oh, yeah. The fact that we could potentially get a finals appearance and a Tex Coleman out of what I was expecting to be another rebuilding season is pretty neat. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I agree Huge. with that. And I think there was that immediate fight. Like it was immediate frustration at losing the game when we felt like we should have maybe won and there was some things working against us. But absolutely, I think we've had some far worse losses this year that, uh, yeah, that one didn't feel anywhere near as bad as. Yeah. And uh, – Matt, in response to that, says, I know we're trying to let him build, but would have loved Pedler in the middle in the last quarter. And uh, basically, Boise just said, filthy we lost, just offset by the fact that the Pies needed the umps to get them over the line. (laughs) I'd love to play them again this season. We're fucking building. We might play them again this season. Well, we might. And wouldn't that just be the icing on the cake Mm. if we took them out in a prelim? (laughs) Prelim? (laughs) 
Well, I think a lot would have to go right for us to play them again. Shit. <laughs> Come on, be positive. Well, they're We've shown be, we can do they'll it. They'll be top four. We won't be top four. No, they might lose to Port in the first round of the finals and then play us in the next one. We'll knock them out. How good would that be? Yeah, no, um, I don't think it will happen. That means Port wins the qualifying, Pers- so maybe not. That's Personally, not a good thing. <laughs> I'm already having a internal panic attack about the fact that we may play Port in a final. Like, I can't even. The last one was good. <sighs> what did we win that by? It was like 80 points or something, wasn't it? I think Port will have more to lose than we would. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure, absolutely. but I still don't like those games. I yeah. don't like showdowns. You don't like is. showdowns, do you? See, I no. love them. I think they're great. I, I like it when we win, but I, d- <laughs> I don't. I don't like the entire build up to the end of it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Oh god, <laughs> is that all from Twitter? You got that's some all more? from Twitter. No, that's it. I think. Yeah, uh, Instagram, Kate. Is there such a thing as a reverse dog act? If so, I nominate Keys snatching Cox's glasses. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm pretty confident he he's come out and apologised. Did you see? Oh, that? did he? Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I didn't actually. Did read he say the that he meant to do it? Well, I didn't actually read the Does article because it was literally oh, okay. just as you walked in the door that I saw the tweet from the club uh, oh. and then I forgot to read it. Oh, so look. if on. you want to read it, I'll keep reading Kate's and you will come back to that. Oh, here we go. Yeah, oh, you yeah. got it? Oh, yeah. I want a I tied AFC best and fairest this season between Dawson and Laird. Only correct outcome. <laughs> Don't mind it. Uh, goods. Daddy Nick's on 5AA last week saying they call the sub the impact role internally. Yeah, that's where I read it. There we go. Yeah. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> that's, um, yeah, well, it's certainly where Murphy, uh, not Murphy, bloody McHenry has shined the most this year is when he's come on as the sub. Yeah. Uh, he it looks like he's made for that role. I did agree with that tweet earlier that said that uh, he could be, you know, his uh, possessions could be a lot cleaner, but uh, he certainly comes on and tries hard, which is yeah. which is good. Did you find that? Did he actually apologise? Did you see? Yes, that? Uh, he said uh, he's. I think he's taking the fine for a thousand dollars. Okay. He said it was a complete accident. I ran up to grab the back of his Guernsey to yeah. pull him away and got pushed from behind, and I had no idea how I ended up with his glasses. They somehow got caught on my hand. I understand why I received the fine, but I just want to make it very clear that I would never intentionally do something like that, and I want to apologise to Mason that it occurred. Good on him. Now oh. I think. Oh. It, Sorry, Sorry, I was just no, going to go ben. back to McHenry. I think, yeah. um, you know, cleanness with the ball and stuff, but I think he was probably a big reason why our pressure increased so much in that third quarter and got us back on top. Yeah, for mm. sure. Oh, he was great. Yeah, absolutely. Impact. Yeah. Now, the, the, sorry, the keys glass thing, just quickly. Yeah. I mean, look, I know that obviously Mason wears them for a reason. Mm. Um, just uh, careful what you're about to say. You've got two people in glasses <laughs> looking at you right well, now. Well, like people are acting like <laughs> people are acting like you know he he's blind without them and he he can't see and he needs them to see. Well, he actually doesn't. He no. just needs them to protect his eyes. Yeah, which and I think is probably at least equal, if not more, important than being able to see. Well, it's all good, but it's not like he did it in the middle of the play yeah it's they're having a scuffle so i'm being facetious but yes yes. it's not like what he didn't go up to him and take his snap his glasses like boink like on his face and then poke him in the eye like i think you know he the action that he did was not going for the glasses he was going for his guernsey he just grabbed the thing the strap that hangs back behind so yeah Yeah, so he's not he's not as much of a grub as you all think no i didn't say he was grub no, I'm, I mean oh. the internet in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Everyone, yeah. everyone hates him right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's just fine. weird. Shut it's up. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's only against Mason Cox. Who cares? I, I just enjoyed the fact that they, Mason's Guernsey somehow ended up like half on, half yeah. off. Like His head was through the armhole, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Worrell. 
Toughies. <laughs> Daniel Altman, seriously, no media is talking about Dawson being taken high and bleeding with 12 seconds to go. <laughs> yeah. They are now. They are now. The AFL's <laughs> <Yeah>. apologised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, – actually, the, the vision was funny that they showed on on the couch tonight was, um, you know, obviously Dawson complaining to the umpire, but the Tex was having a big whinge too. And the umpire was just like, nah, go away, mate. Like, he was – just like literally firing back saying, nah, wasn't a free. It was the same thing he did when um, Laird complained about having um, Tom Mitchell absolutely jump on his back. He's mm. like, nah, no, nothing there. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, so, but you, you take the advice of the uh, day courses when they, they offer it to you. Oh, don't get mm. me started, Ben. <laughs> ben. How the, oh, Honestly, this whole game was all about the umpires. <laughs> nothing that else should was have important. been in your badge. I spoke to Dan, uh, Ben earlier, and uh, the first thing he said pretty much was the bloody umpires. It was just, that's it. That's all he was going to talk about tonight. <laughs> Danny Warhols. It was funny, but are we dog acting keys for stealing Cox's glasses? He's apologised. He is. No, we're not going to dog act him. But uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, we've we've discussed. I think the the dog act is Dacos and Pendles mm. getting that fifty minute penalty. Yeah. Like what the how how as an umpire do you let yourself be that influenced by players? Mm. The the call was right, but yes, why they changed their decision when you Dacos absolutely and asked for cannot. It. Just, just. Can you imagine if we got all the frees we asked for on, mm. in that game, we mm. would have won by ten goals. So next time, Tex will be able to just have a get him to look at the screen for the replay. Yeah, um, that's right. when he was infringed, and they'll turn that over. Yes. Well, the funniest thing was that the commentators brought that rule up earlier in the game about when Dawson got um, was it Miller as well? He got stopped. Oh, from was it running Miller? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. it might have been Miller. And the, the commentators brought it up, and I was literally sitting next to Lizzie on the couch watching the game, and I said, "They never, they haven't paid that rule for years." And then one buddy costs us about half an hour later. <laughs> Just like anyway. the kicking in danger. They're very choosy when they choose to <laughs> use very, that one. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, Matilda. Hinge no longer eligible for Tyson Edwards Quite Achiever Awards. Big breakout game. That's why I voted for Worrell. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd argue that um, Hinge has already had his breakout game. I wouldn't say that that was his breakout game. Um, I reckon he had one. That was his, I reckon that was his best game. Pro- yeah. It was a good game. Not, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Great game. Yeah. Uh, he's had good games before. Yeah. I think that was one that he just really showed um, how good he can be. He did be. do a few silly things, I thought. Yeah. Like, oh, there was a couple of times I was like, oh, Mitch, <laughs> not, not your best <laughs> he, work. He can get – he does look like he gets a bit hot-headed. He yeah. does start, like, beelining things. But um, He kicked it out on the floor a couple of times and yeah. just wasn't very poised, but – yeah, that's all the ba- that's all I could say. Happy birthday, Mitch! By the way, it's his birthday today. <laughs> uh, Tom Swain, I fucking loathe Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, good point. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Boz has given us another one. Oh, oh, to have zero care. How good would that be? <laughs> Boz is going through a bit at the <laughs> yeah. moment. I'm looking forward to this audio. I think this oh, is. I don't uh, know if I am. Um, I think Boz is. I'm worried for you, Bozzer. Yeah, you do need we need to? Come, to you need to come in, mate. We need to check on him. Good evening, people. Oh. <laughs> Um, selections from the sauna this week. Um, my apologies for the voice. Uh, as you know, I was at the scene of the crime and, yeah, come up a bit of worse for wear today. Um, selections for round 16. Shitloads of positives from that game. Tweeted about it last night, but um, just the list uh, was Maxi. Muzza, Butts, Hinge and Jones combined have less games than Smith, so, you know, the back <laughs> yeah. six has got a good future and they 
Looks like they enjoyed the contest back there, especially Maxie. Loves the hard stuff. Um, I'm going three changes this week. One is a sub in, but uh, Muzzer injured. Murphy and Shoal omitted. And Cook. <laughs> yes, I said it, Cook. <laughs> and Ned in for his first full game in a while. Um, as a sub, either we uh, knock down Murphy and put him on the sub bench or uh, get McAdam in as the sub for yes, something different please. for this game. But um, mm. I don't think we need to replace another key defender with uh, Wazza in there. That's about it for this week. Um, speak to you next week. Thanks again. Thanks, Bozzo. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, yeah, but I appreciate you uh, getting through Fronting it, Fronting up after that. I... Yeah. Have to say that I would have loved to have gone that gone to that game with Bozza. I yeah. feel like that would have been an experience. It would have been an experience. Uh, I'll yeah. take your invite for the next one. Thanks, Boz. Yeah. Did you Did you see today? He said Collingwood's getting soft because he stood up before every, every text shot at goal, and no one told him to sit down. Mm. Mm, so <laughs> maybe, maybe he just looked too scary. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> He's not that scary looking, but, you know. Well, yet again, I don't see his cook thing coming off. Um, there were some pretty good performances in the sample this week, though. They um, Hayley had two goals, two and 32 and 12 tackles. How was McAdam come back? I actually didn't. Yeah, what did McAdam? Did you uh, look he, at McAdam? I think he kicked a couple of goals at least. Did he? At least two goals I know of. Because um, Murphy was the replacement for McAdam when he got suspended, wasn't he? Yes, I yeah. think so. So... It'd be interesting. It'd be a different dynamic. We're all very excited about him at the start of the year because his form looked good in the preseason and whatnot. So, I mean, it's you know this week's pretty pretty much a warm up game for him to come back if he, if they did want to put him in. And he he's more of a goal kicking forward, whereas Murphy um, doesn't hit the scoreboard as often. He obviously offers pressure and some clearance work, but. But um, I think someone who stays a bit deeper and kicks a few more goals might be good for our yeah. forward line. And McCadden was um, – he is a really good defensive forward player, I think. Like, he's really good with tackling and everything. So, yeah, why, why not? just generally stays a bit deeper, which we probably needed um, yeah. this game. Yeah. Three marks, four tackles, two goals, two to McCadden on the weekend. Yay, Shano's back. Yeah. It was so nice to see his handsome face on the socials again. <laughs> I yeah. was thrilled, but um, yeah. Other than that, I yeah, I don't know. But I don't mind where Bozzi was going. I think our backline, I think our backline probably can hold up. Well, they're saying it was precautionary with Murray as well. They're saying it was a knock, not a strain. So, oh, okay. So he might play. We'll see what happens this week. Tyler Welsh, Welsh watch. Almost got through at that time. Uh, we don't have any stats. I don't, if anyone can find the under under eighteen stats, I'd love to know where they are. But uh, Tyler had another handy game in a pretty tough game for SA under 18s losing to WA by twenty eight points. But he kicked two goals again, so uh, he got a mention. We staying excited? Yeah. Yeah. We have to, don't we? Getting absolutely nothing out of you two. What are that's, you doing? That's the last I'm going to get off of fantasy, please. Mike, <laughs> we're not mentioning that. That is not coming up in anything. All right. So, so now where that are we you going? mentioned fantasy, So where Sam, are we going? Um, uh, I think we got uh, something else. What so it is. Yep. <laughs> so Dan, Dan remains our only uh, representative in the top eight, well, top ten in our comp. He's sitting third, somehow sitting third. His overall score is... Plummeted. Um, I think overall, where is he? Eighth. So, 
Um, I'm still pretty stiff sitting down at 11th, um, fourth overall. Um, Sam and Lauren are also playing. But our <laughs> leaders are Crips Unzips um, and Collective Mids, uh, but they swap for the season later. It's um, Collective Mids on top. So pretty, um, pretty tough uh, competition still. Appreciating the uh, input from Lauren and Sam here. I've um, no one, no one cares. I, the bye weeks just completely fucked it for me, and I have lost interest. <laughs> Does your team look really good now, though? Yes. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I'll make some trades this week, and I'm going to look hot shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you've got a completed um, team, have you, Sam? It's pretty close. My team's not bad, really. How many rookies would you have still? Maybe you too. Oh, the good news is I'm up against uh, Steve Digger Newman this I week. Did so surely I'll be able to take that out. This week, yep. And I was glad that you weren't here uh, last week, Ben, because you absolutely stomped me. Yep. And I am here this week and I just beat Sam. No one cares, Ben. Look, are we, are we done now? I might edit that out. <laughs> Nobody, no one cares. It's all right. What is next? I'm sure Collective Mids and Crips are pretty <laughs> Probably. interested. Uh, what is next? Yeah, just in case anyone's wondering, I do like to give Ben a lot of shit. I don't actually care that he talks about fantasy. Yes, you just do. in case uh, people think I hate him. Uh, what, uh, we're going to talk about the game. Yes. Now, this is normally where we'd have enough. Yeah. And um, our regular North Melbourne nuff, Dan Linky, has uh, he's changed teams. <laughs> We're not teams, Lauren. He's actually He's going for Krojek now. He's going for Krojek. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're dead to us, Dan. Um, and look, I've, I've got a friend uh, who I've asked to come on the podcast as our North Nuff. And he, the first time I asked him, he refused because uh, he moved away and stopped watching football and said their shit anyway. So he wasn't going to get involved. And then mm. I put the call out on Instagram today and he re- responded to it saying, not me. And I was like, well, this is why I haven't asked you. Mm. I was like, why don't you come to the game on the weekend? Oh, no, too much disappointment. I was like, mm. what would you know no. about oh. disappointment? Oh, no, they I know sat plenty. through every game, the 2020 and 2021 Crows season. Yeah, but he's you a think North I don't fan. know disappointment? Yeah, he's a North fan. I think North yeah, is starting <laughs> to understand disappointment. Well, I was thinking that maybe it could be if I got if I lured him to the game – because I said to him, I was like, I don't think North are as bad as everyone's saying. Because last night, last time we played them, they actually did bring it to us and it was a bit of a like, oh, fuck, <laughs> like, we might lose mm. this. Um, and they've got LDU back this week as far as I've heard. Mm. So I think it will be a competitive game still. I do think we'll win. But I was like, maybe this is an opportunity to get him on the Crows bandwagon. Mm, maybe. He won't come. No. But I did, did I am toying with the idea of trying to get him to jump jump across. And of course we tried all our regulars that we always try, Ricky Ponting. <laughs> Tim Rogers won't answer <laughs> any of my messages. Thanks, Tim. Thought we were friends, man. Yeah. No. Or at he's least not interested. we met one time and I served you beers a bunch of times. Yeah. But come on, man. Yeah. No. Love North. We need some North. We need some more. We, we should have reached out. We need, we need to reach out to another podcast. That's what we need to do. We probably should. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Whatever. We don't need to talk. No, well, the teams of like North and West Coast, their, their fans don't want to talk about them right now. No, that's, that's fair. fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. What do you think is going to happen this weekend? <laughs> oh, you got some stats, Ben? Tech's going to kick 11? Or? Um, a little bit. So <laughs> since um, round eight, North has only lost by more than 35 points once. So they're not getting blown out of the water. Um, round nine, they got 
70 points to Port. But other than that, it's all been 35 points or under. So they've been pretty competitive since Clarko's gone for a while. Um, Stats-wise, they're 17th for kicks, 19th for handballs. So, yeah, more of a... Ninth for handballs, did I say? Nineteenth, yeah, I think yeah, you did. No, that's, yeah, that, um, that's impossible. That'd be, that'd be tough. Um, that'd be worse than West Coast, I reckon. It would be, <laughs> yes. Um, ninth for handball, so a bit more of a kicking team. The thing that bodes well for us is their 16th for both contested possessions and tackles. So on their day, normally they're not the highest pressure team and if we don't have a lot of pressure on us, we can look pretty good. So that's what I'm hoping they bring this week. Um, because they've been relatively competitive, I'm only going to go conservative with a 37-point win, but um, surely we can do pretty well. Yeah, I think that pretty well sums up. Well, I haven't got actual stats, but they North are semi-competitive compared to West Coast, so I don't think we're going to be going in thinking this is just an absolute win. Uh, yeah, no, definitely no West Coast game. It's not going to be no, an We should have some pretty drilling. angry players as well wanting to um, show the next team. Yeah. I think they've shown they've shown that that that's a thing like that they have like that they want to do that. Um, so I think that's that's going to work in our favour. We're certainly not going to go in and yeah um, treat them in any uh, or treat them. Oh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say to be honest. Lightly, lightly. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you, Ben. Uh, so yeah, I, I think around that sort of six goal win is about where I would think, Lauren. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Like I don't. Yeah, I just don't think we're, you know, I was in the Discord today and they're all saying 100-point win and all this. And no. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. Like, I feel like, like we're, not, we're not giving North Melbourne enough credit for the team they are. Like, then they are a young rebuilding side, but yep. I think they do have a bit of talent in there. I mean, they've got Sheasel, LDU. And they're rebuilding for a while, a bit like we are. So yeah. they're, they're not at the start like West Coast. They're starting to, who knows, two, three, four, five years, they might be a decent team. And they... It's they're not like off the pace at Adelaide Oval either. Like they don't play badly there or anything like that. So mm. yeah, I w- I'd say it's. It, I think it'll be a comfortable win, but yeah, we're not going to absolutely throttle them. I don't think. Yeah, we've won our last four against them pretty yeah. convincingly, forty-five points or so on average. So that'll do. Yeah, the last time they beat us was back in twenty twenty when we were awful and they smashed us up on the Gold Coast. I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but we will be full of confidence and obviously coming in as a hot favourite. Mm. That didn't really bode well for us last time. We were the hot fra- favourites at home against GWS. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know. I don't like being favourites, <laughs> not at this point. Um, I'm happy once we're, you know, maybe next year, but I don't know. Uh, who do we have after that, week after that? Is that when we go to – is that the Essendon game? I think it's Essendon. Yeah, it might be because, yeah, that's the – yeah, July. it was July 9th. We actually looked at that before we came on the podcast – that would be oh right. yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's that is the must win game. That's the must win away game. I think Essendon is our most important. Um, obviously, unless we drop um, more games at home, but yeah, I think that's may well be the biggest thing in terms of whether we make finals or not. And I'm really happy with that being the case because I think if we lose that game, then we what like do we deserve to be there anyway? Probably not. And I think we're a chance the way we played against Collingwood's. There's not impossible that we could surprise a team like Melbourne and um, Brisbane. It'll be hard in Brisbane, but yeah. Um, oh no, Lauren said we're going to beat them last week. Nah, too much humidity in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I said. Yeah, you said you were, we were going to win the last four games, including oh, yeah. Brisbane. No, we, yeah, I, yeah, I we get above fifty like percent humidity. We can't play football. No, <laughs> we forget. We might get lucky. It might be cold there <laughs> later in the year. Yeah. No, don't. 
think so. Um, yeah, look, I, yeah, I think uh, a, a, a semi-comfortable win would be what I'd be looking for. Anything less than that, it'll be slightly disappointing. Anything more is a bonus. Our our percentage is thankfully to for that West Coast game is actually pretty good. So, like, if we'd won that game, if we managed to sneak over Collingwood, we'd have been fifth. Which is yeah. just insane, really, considering what we thought we'd – well, certainly where I thought we'd be at the midpoint of the season. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I'm yeah. so happy. Yeah, it's good. But the problem – I don't know. Oh, I probably shouldn't say this right now, but it, it feels like I'm going – I'm slowly heading back to that, like, the expectation phase of becoming a Crows fan. And remember back in, like, 2017 when we were watching the Crows every week and used to get really, like, angry when we yeah, like – Yeah, it's like, oh, geez, we're up by 21, but yeah. goodness, we should be like better than that. It should be, like, 40 easy. <laughs> You know, like that's a scary time. <laughs> you know when you face, you know, you got the Facebook like memories that come up, and they're like on this day. Well, the other week it came up on mine, and I po- in twenty seventeen I posted quite early on in the year. Who like anyone want to come to the grand final? Oh jeez! I like I think I feel like I don't want to be at that point again mm. too soon, and I'm hoping next year I'm not doing that. <laughs> if you could <laughs> Maybe just the never year do that, that'd be good. <laughs> Uh, I just like keeping expectations low. I just think that's easier. Well, it's been a tough couple of years. It has. It really has. So we're, we are scarred. Well, they were giving Five years even. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. They were giving Maddie Nick shit on the, on the couch tonight at the start when he was – about him breaking records when he first got to the club with, like, consecutive losses and stuff. <laughs> Poor daddy. So, Yeah. It's been a tough period, but we we thankfully feel like we're right at the end of it. Look, Daddy's done a fantastic job, and can I? I just quickly can I just like shout out to everyone who has taken Daddy on board because <laughs> I see Daddy Nick's posted a lot on Twitter, and I feel like I started that. So thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny whenever you see something pop up yeah. like that. I think the other thing in terms of this expectation, um, if you look at a lot of people have compared our rebuild to how Frio went, and mm. you look at how they are this year. Not winning it's, the premiership, it's, Sam. It's, um, mm, not at this point. <laughs> progress isn't always linear and always in the one direction. So yeah, that's right, man. Um, but I think Frio's drop off has also um, been them going all out to get one player and dropping several other players. So yeah, I, I I don't think we're doing that. So hopefully we continue in this upward trend. But it's not a given that next year we are so much better than this year. Don't forget no. that a few teams over the last little while have had pretty poor years before they've then come back again that next year and done pretty well. I think Melbourne's the yeah, prime Melbourne example. Yeah, Melbourne before they won the premiership. Yeah, yeah, they got to a prelim and then did, what, were they 17th? Yeah, yeah, basically. And they got, was that when they got Luke Jackson and I think um, so, Pickett? yeah. Yep. Yeah. Came back the next year. Up. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Sounds like tanking. So it's not. <laughs> well, oh, look, we would never say no teams would be. But it's not a given. I just said Melbourne. sounds like. It's not a given that we get to the eight or just miss the eight and next year we're up near the top four. We, a oh, lot, absolutely lot not. Can, lot can happen. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yep. with that middle ground, the middle ground teams, which mm. was discussed tonight, is very close yes. and pretty wide open at the moment. All right, let's wrap this up. Yee. The beer. Oh, oh, I yeah. hate it. Yeah, no. I, I can't drink it. I'm not going to finish mine. Ben looks like – is Ben finished his? 
That's partly because I didn't refill with the rest of my can. Oh, so you still? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no. Sorry, no mad. No, yeah, no um, good. No is good. What it's probably it's a bit strong on the black jelly bean flavour and not enough of the chocolate. I think it's yeah. too yeah too much of that fake licorice flavour, isn't it? Well, it's a, sort of a harsh aniseed flavour. Yeah. I can't fathom that anyone brewed this and then tasted it and thought, "Yep, let's put that in the can." I told you, like they probably accidentally got the licorice flavour and then just put that on the can. No matter, shockers for that, Daryl. Lee wouldn't put their branding on an accidental brew. You wouldn't think so, but yeah. Yeah, sorry, no, Nomad, don't rate it. No. Nah. No go. It's not one of the <laughs> 10% of Nomad beers that are good. <laughs> How many more no jokes do I have? <laughs> that was the same one twice, wasn't it? I said no oh, good. Oh, no go. <laughs> no, no go. go. <laughs> Hopefully no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. All right, thank you. If anyone's got this far, thank you very much for listening. We do appreciate it. Thanks for all the uh, social media this week too. It's been great. Uh, look, if you do want to buy some merch, it's still plenty there. Look, our limited ones, oh, they are close to coming off, I reckon. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, a, I'm actually, I've been thinking I'm going to need a couple more new designs. So yeah. I've, I've got my thinking cap on. Have you got any suggestions of things that you want? I'll. I'll make an attempt if yep. it's a decent suggestion. And if someone wants a jumper of something that we don't have a jumper of, just tell us because we can put it up pretty easily yeah. too. Wait, are we gonna give? Are we gonna do a giveaway of this extra of shirt, shirt that we've got? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, what if anyone's still listening? We could. Uh, what could we do? I don't know, but we do have a spare Here We Crow shirt. It's a navy shirt with the logo on it. What size is it? It's size large, so yep. it's um. I wear a large actually in these shirts. Yeah. If you like the oversized on the ladies, yep. it's good. Good for that. Or undersized if you're my size. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah if you want a muscle shirt for, for me and Sam. A stomach shirt for me. Yeah. Uh, Maybe um, we can do best best uh, tweet to us next week or best um, social media feedback. Yeah, right. Gets the shirt. Oh, no, let's do this. Is let's do um, let's do um, iTunes reviews. Uh, what's oh, Apple okay. Podcast reviews. Give us a review and the best one we'll give the shirt to. We'll just post it to whoever wins or whoever we think is the best review. You got to tell you got to um, let us know that you've you've done the review though on yeah. another thing. Yeah, that sounds terrible, but no, sure because it, it's good. It's a good thing. All right, right. give um, us a review, we'll, but it has to be five star review. We'll, blatant, we'll not accept a one yeah. star review. No. <laughs> blatant <laughs> plugging is what we need. Yeah. So yeah, it can be nice or funny. We don't care, but we'll choose the best one. Actually, no, we'll just raffle it. We'll just raffle the out of the whoever gives us ones over the next week. All right. Mention gardening and you've got my vote. <laughs> if you say plants are cool. Plants are cool, you get an extra entry. Yeah, plants are cool, you get an extra entry. Done. All right. If anyone's still listening. Well, you might even get a can of this beer we're drinking <laughs> with the shirt if you're really lucky. If you're really lucky. If you like licorice, we'll yeah. give it to you. And if you're really lucky, we'll give you on from last week, which was actually good. <laughs> no, save it. All right, we're done. Great. Thanks, Lauren. No worries. Thanks, Bye. Ben. Thanks, Sam. Because you got to be.